Welcome, my friends, as we again descend into the hell on earth that is... Dr. Warhouse, House of the Mildly Evil! Forgive me, my friend, I mean no disrespect, but today I am tired. Too much absinthe and cake with Brillo and the Lady Society of Satan last night. Ever had a day when you wish you never had to leave your bed? This reminds me, of course, of a truly wicked item in our home goods collection. I hesitate to show it to you for fear of ruining your life completely. It is called... The live-in duvet! <laughs> Yet you look unafraid. Foolhardy soul! I will fetch it. Now, I had heard tales of this article of bed dressing before. No mere quilt or comforter, let me assure you. Here it is. Dare you touch it? Admire the fine needlework? I must say, when the Livian duvet came into my possession for free, mind you, taking it was truly an act of mercy. From the trembling hands of a young woman I received it. She who had only wanted a perfect night's sleep on a budget, but had been presented instead with this stuff of nightmares. From the shelves of a charity shop came the duvet, only to dominate her life. Her strength in giving it up is remarkable. What's that, my friend? Is it comfortable? But of course it is! The curse of the living duvet, you see, is that it is too comfortable, too luxurious, too all-enveloping. You will never want to leave it, and so will spend all your time in bed. Or worse, you will never want to leave it behind, dragging it everywhere you go. Are you brave enough? Strong enough? Independently wealthy enough for the live-in duvet lifestyle? I doubt it. Imagine, if you will, this life of yours, never leaving the confines of the live-in duvet. It must go with you, everywhere. Go on a date to meet the new lover you have chatted up online. Your Uber driver looks at the duvet wrapped around you like an embroidered shroud and shrugs. He's seen worse. The maitre d' agrees to seat you outside only after you have slipped her a hundred dollar bill. But your date? Oh no! So shocked by your appearance, they stammer something about a stove and an apartment on fire, and away they run. When you walk home, dejected, through the park because it's nice, there it still is, wrapped around your naked body as you drag it through the mud, the grass, the piles of leaf matter and detritus. Filthy! Yet you care not a whit, for inside the duvet it is cozy and warm. Never will you abandon it, even for a simple wash and dry. You need nothing but the living duvet to live. But let's jump ahead. You wander the streets, stinking, feral, extremely comfortable. Muttering past a donut shop, you are buffeted by a fierce gust of wind, nearly sweeping away the living duvet, exposing you completely in front of a group of police officers. 
who wouldn't scream and run. But that's all it takes. You are no match indeed for the rain of fists and billy clubs as they struggle to get you into the paddy wagon. There you stand in court, dejected, stripped of your beloved duvet, rudely showered but still reeking of a thousand days of bed sweat. Your public defender holds her nose as she begs the court to spare you from jail on the charges of public indecency. How you cry and wail and say you are sorry, seeking only the solace of sateen and down stuffing. Yet the judge finds you guilty, and away you are sent. Better to take the first option, then, and never leave your bed? <laughs> For the living duvet makes that shockingly inviting as well. At first, you experience only the pure joy of superior bedding, sleeping sound as a baby in its woven embrace. But lay too long beneath its luxurious layers, and you will feel a strange breeze tickling your toes. You check, they are quite covered. But there it is, an audible susurration of air, now a veritable wind, pulling from the foot of the bed and deep under the covers you go to investigate. As you move towards the source of this powerful gale, the fabric of time and space seem to stretch and undulate. The living duvet is pulling you into its own pocket universe, deep inside its warp and weft. Fall not into its soft, warm, fluffy expanse, my friend. You might never emerge. The few who have escaped, previous owner included, say that the endless caverns inside the living duvet are full of the skeletons of its past victims. And what else would be left of you, trapped in another dimension without food or water? But probably plenty of mice. Could you claw your way up the flocculent walls of your prison? Somehow she did, brave soul. Would you be so lucky? Then, after your disappearance, the cleaners would inevitably find only a very comfortable-looking heirloom duvet, far too nice to discard, fall under its spell, and soon the cycle would begin again. It is insane, is it not? An abomination! Would you like to take it home? No? Probably a wise choice. It is a truly wicked thing. Yet I cannot seem to destroy it. In fact, now, as tired as I am, I wish only to wrap it around me and take a nap behind the counter. But no, no, I will resist. For remember, the promise of comfort is always met with the true horror of its fulfillment. Here at Dr. Warner's House of the Mildly This episode of Dr. Ruorno's House of the Mildly Evil was brought to you by Bug Bar. If you need protein and you want to save the planet, you really only have one choice, Bug Bar. It's the high-protein meal replacement made from edible insects. Sustainable, carbon neutral, and not too bitter. Bug Bar. Try not to think about it too much.